can save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is on the air. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't uh, repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home all by yourself? Why not give us a call? Find out if it's something you should try. We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, we can make sure your most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call at 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. We got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgill. In the second hour, we'll be taking your phone calls, and we're going to have Clutter Clarity with Robbie Earhart. And third hour is all phone calls. So uh, no guests today. We're just going to be talking about your issues and, and your problems and helping you solve that. Right, Robbie? Yes. There you go. All right. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99closing.com and Mag Erad. We're also on the YouTube Live today. So we're trying something new. We're doing the on the live YouTube, and then we're feeding that across over to the Facebook. So. Um, it's, it's, uh, that's a little, maybe too much inside baseball, but, um, that, that's how we're doing it right now. So, uh, we're going to do some YouTube live stuff today and we're broadcasting worldwide and live mightyhouse.net, tunein.com and on the Gab radio network, just look for mighty house home improvement show podcasts and previous shows available at mightyhouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, tune in. And on HomeImprovementUSA.com, find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That number again, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. Just like that. And if, you've, if you're having issues on the Facebook or YouTube, uh, send us a quick note. Let us know. Give us a call because this is a new thing we're trying right now. And Did so I we'll beat see. Rich? Uh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Rich, Rich only has to roll out of bed? <laughs> yeah, I think he's out walking the dog. But that's not code for anything either, Robbie. He's, okay, ew. I don't I'm Why not. would you say that? Cuz he, he I don't know where he's at. I, I talked I talked to him last night. Everything's fine. I'm watching another dog and so it's really hard on the days that I have two dogs yeah. because I have to separate them when they eat. So I have oh, to yeah? get up. Let them go potty. Uh-huh. Completely separate them. Different rooms. Wait for them to eat. Uh-huh. Pick up the stuff and get to here on time. Sure. So, you know, just saying, I did it, Rich. <laughs> you were able to get it. I right. wasn't sure I would be Make able it. to. Yeah. 
Well, you, yeah. you walked in early, too. I, I know. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. It's hard when Don's on his motorcycle weekends. Uh-huh. That's That's when it's hard, you know, because sure. I don't have the extra help. Right. So I went to see Weird Al. And how did that go? Not one of our hardware store songs. Really? He did not play Handy. No? He did not play well, the was, hardware store. He was probably playing off his new album, or is he just playing old stuff? Um, The latest album? You know, I'm not like a really big Weird Al fan. But? Uh, I went because apparently he was on Radio Disney a lot. Mm-hmm. So nieces who are in the 20 to 30 year old range right. are crazy about him and okay. knew all the songs. Okay. I don't know. I knew like three. Really? Um, oh, but so I know too much information, right? But whatever. <laughs> so um, if you guys don't call, then I'm going to talk about Weird Al. The number is 877-711-5611. Uh-huh. So my niece is waiting the whole time for Beat It right. or Eat It to right. come out. So waiting, and Encore comes up, and they do um, Bye-bye, Mr. Anakin guy. Maybe later, Darth Vader, but you're just a small fry. And he had everybody dressed up uh-huh. you know, as the Star Wars people and sure. all that kind of stuff. And then he did Yoda. Do you know Yoda? Uh-huh. Yo, 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 Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. Okay, so we're like, okay, after that, it has to be, you know, beat uh-huh. it. And they leave the stage, and the lights go on. I'm like, what? Well, another niece had been saying she was wondering with all the Michael Jackson controversy uh-huh. if he was going to do any of his Michael Jackson songs. And he did, he did not. not. Yep. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's such an interesting decision it's, uh-huh. it's, it's such a difficult decision i should say for everybody for radio stations you know for because i would say that his most famous song is Eat Pro- it. probably yeah. yeah so that's a tough one but you know we did get but not know, on this show his most favorite his most popular song would be hardware store the hardware store yeah or handy so. yeah i'm so handy you already know. Dun, dun. I don't know the words, but I was really hoping to hear a little uh, uh, hardware store song. Uh huh. But it didn't happen. All right. So. Well, yeah. So we're missing Rich. I'm not sure what's going on there, but. But Andrew's on it. He's calling him right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also, uh, for our listeners, I don't mean to jump in here, but we are in- incorporating some new, I pitched it to Upper Level Management, Uh-oh. some live social media posting during the shows to increase our audience and re- reach out to them. Okay. So I'm trying that out now. I talked to Ron before the show, but those of you who go to the Facebook page and the YouTube page, I'm going to be replying to your comments. I'm going to be posting pictures and possibly articles if you reference them that aren't already posted. So sure, stay tuned there, for that. There you go. You're doing all of that while you're running the boards. Absolutely. Yeah, because he's an overachiever. Did you see where he was? Yeah. Was the most would you come back? No. See? <laughs> I have to tell you, it was a pretty sad plane ride home. Yesterday. Not because I have to come here, but oh, because, of course not. No. because it's just, I, I could have stayed so much longer right. than just five days. It was yeah. fantastic. And tell us about this team event that you did. Yes. So basically every single year we do the farming neighbors and us. We're all usually from out of town except a few. We do this wiffle ball tournament and we have (laughs) – it's true. 
we play it's ghost runners it's like a huge fun thing they have umpires and everything it's just we eat together and we grill out and we do this wiffle ball tournament single elimination uh double elimination three inning games and we every team we get really into it we do our own jerseys we do our own numbers my number of course i, I was know 1590 sure mm-hmm. And it was AMFM. Right. Your two initials. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it was in reference to this show. And I told that story when I was out there. And also, I hit really well. I got on the semifinals. But Ooh. our our jersey was bowl, no bowls in the pool or bowls in the pool. Uh-huh. Because we had a bowl actually run out of the pasture, broke through the fence, and jumped in our pool and broke the cover. <laughs> So, and my mom wrote a book about it, too. She wrote a book about it? Yeah, a children's book. It's called Lookout Gentry. It's available. (laughs) It's by Orange Hat Publishing, so you can go to their website. So, that was our connection. You could see the illustrated photo. That's the book cover. It was on our jersey. So, Anybody else Googling Lookout Gentry? Because I am. Yeah, I would. I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, it's a great children's book, so... Check it out. All right. Excellent. There he goes. He's pitching stuff. He right on the right out of the box. He comes on and he's pitching stuff. There so, you go. Yeah. It's on Amazon. That's it. Based I on a true story. Uh, what's that, Andrew? I can get Gentry. you a signed copy. Oh, yeah. You want a signed copy? Gentry by the Bull other? gets out of his pen and runs through fields and flowers until he ends up, I'm uh-huh. assuming, in the pool. Wow. It's at Barnes and <laughs> Noble. Alert. Wow. Yeah, Spoiler alert. Wow. Spoiler. Look out, Gentry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it's a great, it's a great book. Uh, we, my brother, uh, his his senior project was a charitable initiative to basically provide for the local high school. Yeah. So all the proceeds from the book go to the high school. Oh, excellent. So even now, one of which is improving their radio station. So, there you go. <laughs> oh. but. Until he ends up somewhere completely unexpected. So even now, I always wonder about those things. Is it like, you know, proceeds for a year, proceeds for a month? Is it continuous? Uh, I'm actually not sure. I can ask. But um, we should get the author on. Yeah. No, I I told. Yeah, she would love to come in. And my dad would love to come in, too. But um, (laughs) it it was it was fun for us to get to do that. and, And we continued to tell that story everywhere we go. Excellent. Yeah. This is awesome. And, and in the process, Gentry, out of his pasture, yeah. he learns about all the other farm animals. It's an educational <gasps> book for young kids. So, and my mom, she was a teacher. We're at 30 seconds. There 30 you go. Seconds. All oh, right. I need this we're gonna book. Ta- we're going to take a quick break. We're Eventually, we're going to start talking home improvement at some point. I'm sure. Well, they had to improve their pool yes. and the fence. So, yeah, let's talk pools when we get back. Oh. Why not? I like how you did that. You see? Yeah. See? All right. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to... Oh, that's right. Rich is not here. Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> you gotta build fast. Cement drawing. All right, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le grill. What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, there we go. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. 
And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter by going to MightyHouse.net and uh, click on the Contact Us page. Fill out the basic information there. Click Boom Done and uh, you'll be all signed up for it. And after that, also, um, I think it's time for the Will Report. Can I just ask a question sure. before the Will Report? So for those who are used to listening to us on Facebook Live, yes. we're not on Facebook Live. Am I correct? We are on, no, not on Facebook it, Live like that. You have to go click on the link on Facebook. And, and that takes us to YouTube. Correct. Correct. Okay. And I don't know how much inside baseball you want, but we were having, there's going to be some changes electronically here, so we're not going to be able to continue to do the way Facebook the way we were. What? I know. I know. So it's we're we're trying a little test bed today just to see how it goes. So oh. that's how it is. Okay. So we, we're gonna have to make this change anyway. So we figured we'd like get ahead of the game and try it today. Okay. So all right. So all right. a little inside radio there. Thank you. Okay. I like the way it was. What are you doing? Well, what do you mean? What's he doing? He's our he's our media. What would you call yourself now, Andrew? You're our co-executive digital media producer. Co-executive. Why co-executive? Yeah, but why not? co-exec? Because he can't be the executive one because that's me. But you're not doing any of it. What I do? Tell me the title again. Right, Andrew. Go ahead. Co-executive. What what's your full title? Co-executive digital media producer. There you go. See? Because I, I be, Ron, essentially my rationale behind it was Ron tells us, sort of organizes the delivery of the show. Yes. And then I execute the posting of the podcast audio. I put the videos on YouTube. I coordinate the live streams. Yeah, see. So it a, sounds like he's the whole digital guy. I, I, I am the main. Yeah. He's dude. the executive <laughs> producer of the, entire, of, of the entire show. Yes. And then I delegate. My authority to other people to actually get something and done because I'm not going to do it myself. And I, I, I'm finding that I'm advising you on different things sure. that we can do. What a nice way to say it. Yeah. I find that I'm advising <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. So co co executive. I, I, yeah. I give he him. Finds, I there's other his ways questions. to put that, aren't there? Yeah, I tell you what to do. Yeah, and, shut up and do it. And also, yeah. well, no, you're very nice. You're a very nice, boss. Truthfully, you are. I would. <laughs> Yeah, the payment. I'm gonna send you an invoice today. Yeah, too. see, there but, you go. <laughs> I have it in my calendar, but uh, I have it in my calendar. We to are send advancing. You. We're gonna advance onto YouTube. I'm helping them with Zoom meetings. I'm traveling to their office in Glenview, so sure. I think that yeah. you know we're doing this together. Yeah. Again, so. I think just executive producer, not co. Well, executive I, I, producer. You want just too. you want to give them the full on title? Because he exec- co- he sort of sounds like he is. Oh yeah. You no. could be like the grand poobah. Oh okay. I'll be I'll be uh, Mighty House Poobah. Right. And then he is the executive producer. Right. Because you would oversee the executive. Yeah. Who oversees the executive producer, like on a TV show or something? I don't know. The uh, the network or whatever station you work for. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so he's the network. Square and Level Media Productions. Yeah. He's the yeah. CEO of Square and Level Media yeah. Productions. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. Okay. Anywho, okay. We have Will. Anywho. Uh-huh. Anywho. He did say that. Yes. Wow. The teenager You're did say that. You're as cute as a bug in a rug, dude. <laughs> I say anywho way too much. Way All too right. much. All right. Time for the Will report and uh, maybe some uh, home improvement talk, hopefully. Let's see. Hey, Will, you're on Mighty House. You got him up there? Yeah. There he is. Okay. Yeah. Hey, there. Uh, now you're connected. How you doing? How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, I'm 
By the way, Andrew, if you could do me a favor, uh, I think the other listeners, too, the callers, turn up the volume a little bit on the caller uh, when they listen into the show while they're waiting, because you can hardly hear it. Anyway, oh, one, one you're on hold. My, Got old it. Tech, my old techie days, it was, it was great, going back to to uh, to the tech geeky stuff. But anyway, yes. um, so today I want to talk to you about new construction. <laughs> um, had a uh, somebody call me. Uh, a lawyer, and he wanted me to go out to his daughter and son-in-law's house at Lake Forest, big, huge house, uh, two years old. Uh, he had they had some problems. The builder doesn't want to fix the problems. Sure, the lawyer thinks they're still in the warranty period, and he wanted me to do a full inspection of the house, possibly for litigation. Okay. So anyway, I go out there. The major problem they had was some leaking in the. Uh, ceiling of the kitchen. Above the kitchen ceiling was a flat roof that uh, had a sliding glass door that came out for the master bedroom. Uh-huh. And they had a little, you know, little deck on there. Sure. And I'm looking around, and they said, "Well, we had some, we had some roofers out. They took off a couple of the planks of the deck. It was the, uh, the the composite decking, and they didn't see anything. But you know, we wanted you to look at it. You do thermal imaging and everything, so you could check it out." So I thermal imaged, and basically the entire area under the deck was moist, although there was a spot that was more moist than actually water was coming through the drywall on the ceiling. But I'm looking around, and over the uh, the deck, there was the, you know, the, 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 the wall, and then above that they had a slightly elevated roof with two, you know, side things. So the roof had two levels on, on both sides. And right where that... Um, the flashing area of the higher or the lower pitch roof, which was higher, uh, was there was an opening in the soffit covering. Uh huh. And you know they had they had the they had the uh, the, the stuff flashing in there, but there was just an opening. It was a wide up opening. And I looked at it. and said, "That's your problem right there." <laughs> and um, them come on. So, and then there was another one where I did, uh, in, I'm doing new construction. It's still being built in the Glenview. Um, stone veneer on the bottom, full, full size stone, not a, not a thin stone veneer. Okay. And then, uh, you know, frame construction. <clears throat> and the Mason, while they were putting this down, I'm watching him. He's doing a real good job. He's got a Renaissance stone, you know, coping on top of it. Sure. He flashed it really nice. You know, he's got weak flicks and everything's good. But when that was done, um, I was all more concerned because they were doing stucco. What the plans called for four coat stucco, which I'd never heard before. But okay. the stucco turned out to be good. I thought I thought they were talking about geese or something like that. Right. But I go out. I go out when they're. I'm. You know, they're they're starting to do the drywall, and I'm walking around the outside, and I happen to notice there's some huge freaking cracks in the mortar <laughs> in the stone, and I'm looking at them, and uh, I'm wondering why is this cracking right away. Sure. And it's got to be shrinkage cracking, and I I checked it, and it turns out they were they were using a very very fine washed sand for the mortar with N type and uh, mortar, but for this one of the tricks that you find in Chicago is the older buildings they always have very coarse sand. Right, the coarse sand is have a lot more adhesion, and it's not going to shrink or crack when it shrinks. It's not going to shrink as much. And because there's more aggregate in it, right. more aggregate proportion. Right, right, and, right. And uh, let's, let's, let's get technical here. Sure. Now, the whole thing is that you can have guys that are good at what they do, but ultimately, you you used to have at the job site that old guy who'd been 
there and done that. <laughs> you know, and he hurt his back. Yeah, he hurt his back or something. His main job was to head slap the, the apprentices. Sure. But because he had so much experience with everything, um, he could even actually look at the plans if the architects screw up, and architects always screw up. No, come and, on. Don't say that. Correct. Uh, well, you know, they always make little mistakes. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he could basically modify it right there because he knew how to do it right. Sure. But today... Nobody wants to pay to have that guy around because it seemed to be an unadded expense. Right. So you got these GCs, you, you're not included, please don't understand that, <laughs> who, who don't want to be hands-on. All they want to do is just handle the money and do the scheduling. Sure. And they hire the cheapest subs they can find. And even if the subs are great, where two, you have two great subs where their work comes together like a roofer and a siding guy. Yep. The interface is like where trades collide, you yes, know, yes. and it's not always pretty. Right, so, and, and um, that, that brings us go. back to your first your first uh, job you were talking about, where the soffit and right. the roofing and the decking, all those different, yep. those three different contractors, maybe four with the siding guy, right. and none of them were, were taking care of the other guy. So, and you end up that's with why a leak. That's why I'm, that's why I'm sad that Rich isn't on today because this is right up his alley. That's the kind of thing oh, he he's there. He's yeah. listening to you. He was. He was there. Oh, he's, he, he's, 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 he's. He'll be back on here in a minute. But yeah, we're just we're just getting him connected now. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I, I, I tell people out there: make sure you know if you're going to do something that's more than two systems involved with it, take the time, take the effort, hire a GC. Because you got one guy to deal with, right? And that one guy is responsible to make sure that the other guys do all their work, right? And you don't have to sit there and argue back and forth and have fingers pointed and all this other stuff, right? Or if if it is something simple, there there are home inspectors out there that you could call to have them come out and look at the same thing because they're going to look at it holistically at the project and 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 do the and be able to advise on how to get that stuff done correctly. As it's being built, the only problem right. with that for, for for phase construction inspections that I see is the contractor contract usually says that their duty of service is t- to the local code. Sure. Home inspectors inspect above code. Sure. Okay. I like to tell my clients we're not limited by code. Right. There's plenty of things in the in Chicago where some things, not a lot of things, where the code is actually just plain wrong. But yet it's the code, and it sure. has to do it that way. Right. Uh, right. There's other things. Where the, the code is, as Rich says, is the crappiest house you could legally build. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's exactly it's, it. It's just like graduating high school with a D average, you know? So, <laughs> um, exactly. But anyway. Well, all right, cool. Um, so, so, go ahead. Bye, Robbie. Haven't talked to you, but hope you had a good day. Yeah. All right, cool. She's uh, she just walking back Bye-bye. in the studio, Thank too. You. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it. So, um, Bye. You can uh, you can check it out uh, if you if you're going to get, buy a house and in, in, in you're putting stuff together or you're building a house, the, the options there are to uh, get a home inspector. That's just a regular home inspector. That's not the inspectors that are coming from the village, uh, because the guys coming in from the village are only looking for health and safety issues. That's all they're looking for. They're not going to be making sure that uh, you know th- that the roofing and siding is flashed properly and stuff like that. They're just looking to make sure the place doesn't fall down, burn, um, spring leaks, stuff like that. So they want to make sure that the mechanical systems are all installed properly, and that's about it. So with that, I saw Rich was banging around, and he's getting close. So we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House.
Mighty House will return. Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99closing.com, and Mag Erad. And uh, with that... You can also go on the YouTube because we're trying something new today. We're on YouTube and we're sharing that back across to Facebook. So uh, you can, yes, Robbie, go ahead. No, uh, you I got you got some explaining to do. Yeah, I have some explaining to do. Um, sorry. Yeah. So people were having trouble finding it. So what you need to do is go to Mighty House Home Improvement Show or go to WCGO fifteen ninety. Right. And then you will find it. Then you click on it. And then you go to the YouTube channel. Okay. But my question is, there are no comments yet on the YouTube channel. And it says, Andrew, that I have to create a channel in order to join the chat. I can't okay. chat. So nobody can chat unless they join YouTube. A they, channel. They have, to a have channel. Their, they have to have an account then, is what you're saying. Okay. By clicking create channel, you agree to all this, blah, 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 blah. So I have to create a channel. Or you could just okay. sign into our YouTube account. We could maybe we'll set that up at the break, and then you can, you can sign in. Yeah, we'll set it up so that you're joining as Mighty House to talk back to them. Well, unless I'm just you, saying in general, nobody will be able to comment. Sure, they will, unless they create a channel. Well, unless they've already got an account. If they have a if they have a YouTube account, then they can, then they can um, comment. Okay. Because so, I want to see people's comments. Uh-huh. But I can't. There aren't any comments. Not yet. No. Like I said, this is something new that we're switching over to. So. Um, and Daniel wanted to tell us, which Andrew already, he's on it already. He said yeah. that he can't hear the conversation during the commercial, and that's one of the best parts of the show. <laughs> because we forget that you can hear us. <laughs> yes. So when I was saying earlier that I saw Rich making a hand motion. Uh-huh. I knew not gestures. to describe the hand motion because I knew that people could see we're, or hear we're, what I was we're saying. We're listening and hearing. So, yeah. Yes. No, that, that's it. Because you get, like, behind-the-scenes stuff when you do that that way. So, there you go. All right. You were going to talk to us about swimming pools? Yes. And then uh, we had the Will Report. And now Rich is gone again. Something's going on there. You're working that out there, Andrew? Yeah, he's gone. But you said that he couldn't hear you? Correct. He could not hear you. Correct. Okay. And yeah. we could hear him. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look at that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I'll just, I'll just send him a quick note. In the meantime, while he's sending a note, we were going to talk yep. about swimming, swimming pools because somebody um, sent a note during the week about shipping crates. Yes. Turning into swimming pools. Yes. And then... You had another topic about swimming pools. We've got a couple there, so we can talk swimming pools. It's Your summertime. voice cracked like a did it, like a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> we got a couple there. Got a couple there. And there's I'm crackling all over, uh-huh. so I'm just going to talk over here. So there you go. So, so talk about swimming pools. So there's there's a couple of things that we're able to um, look into. Somebody wanted to take a shipping crate and turn it into a swimming pool. So if you were able to do that. We've seen that. 
You might you might track I into the mic. It's all crackling. No, it's not. Um, we've seen it. We've seen shipping crates, and they like have a like a glass window. Sure, you can cut windows into them. You can seal them up. You can do a bunch of different things. You can bury them, completely bury them. So now the thing is you've got to be able to dig a hole that's nine foot deep. Then you're going to have to put a nice gravel base down that's exactly perfectly level. So you're going to have to make sure that's perfect. And then you would have to lower that box in and then backfill around it. What is the benefit to a shipping crate swimming pool versus a regular in-ground pool? Or a shipping crate above ground pool. What is the benefit as opposed to steel doesn't rust through there? Hi, Rich. Can you, you can hear us now. Yes. There we go. Excellent. What doesn't rust through court and steel. All shipping containers are made from court and steel. Um, the Picasso, uh, daily Plaza is made from court and steel. In other words, it's steel, but you know how steel just rusts. Sure. Court and steel doesn't, but It, it gets a patina and done. Would a swimming pool rust? Uh, chlorine might eat it. I mean, but so you don't I'm... do chlorine. Who nobody does chlorine pools anymore. Everything's salt. Right. So you do salt water, or you can put a liner in it. So you just do and they a... probably do put liners in. So um, you you know you can cut them off at four feet if you want it four feet deep. If if you're going to go full depth, some of them are nine feet. So you'd have a pool that's nine feet deep all the way around. Um, the bigger ones that's are dangerous. Yeah, fifty-four. What? What? The longest trailer is what? Fifty-four, or is it forty-four? Fifty-three, I think. Fifty-three, fifty-four feet long, by um, maybe ten feet wide. I mean, that's that's going to be about as big of the pool as you're going to get. But that might be enough. What know? about cost, though? Cost-wise, you can buy those for twenty-five hundred bucks. And how much is it cost? Whether to buy or not you can drive a bobcat. Right. And to buy you, a pool. And then you've got to dig it out. Oh, it's by far it's going to be cheaper just to put in a pool. Okay, then what's the benefit? Because you can. Oh, geez. Okay, I'm out of this conversation. I'm going back to Facebook. You guys talk. Welcome to California. That's it. Because you you can. Why do you do it? Because we can. So here's the thing. If you've you've got a shipping container and you you want to figure out what to do with it, you can cut the top off. You'd have to reinforce the top so that it it would hold up. You'd have to, you know weld a, a rim around the top of it otherwise it would uh collapse and fall apart um you can backfill like we were talking about up against it and then and then you could put a liner in there and, and do a bunch of different stuff or you just epoxy coat and seal the whole thing up um and and you'll be fine so um, you, you could do it i don't know why you would want to other than to say that it's a shipping container that's the only thing you could do yeah and, and and so I, I'm not sure why you would want to do that. So um, We're going to say no. <laughs> I would rather take that shipping container and turn it into a shed or something like that. You know, A, a she shed. Well, whatever. Well, it could be a she shed. And even Cheryl, even if it got struck by lightning, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cheryl she shed <laughs> would still be there. Right. <laughs> there you go. So there you are. Um, so you can... You could do that out of a shipping container. I just, I don't know where you're going to save any money because by the time you dig the hole, well, I guess you got to dig the hole no matter what. Um, well, no, I mean, come on. We spend up to we spend up to one hundred and sixty thousand dollars to build a pool. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but those are the zero. <laughs> what do, what do you call those yeah. things? Uh, well, negative edge or right. vanishing edge or yeah. 
But it's not just that. They're they're big. They're fancy. Fire sure. water bowls, all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big shipping container. Water. What do you end up with? A big old rectangle? Yeah. 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 So, and at least if you, it's a rectangle, the other thing is if you have a round pool versus a rectangular pool, round pools are a little more difficult to get covers on. So, you know, you, you end up having to um, try and yeah, cover them. And, and at least when it's rectangular. It's hard to make a whirlpool in a square pool. <laughs> yeah. So you end up with a, uh, with a square. At least you can, you know, put a cover on it. And they make those covers with the rail so that you can cover it up and and be a little safer mm-hmm. that way. So. so I'm not the only one who gets everybody and runs as fast as we can in one direction, then quickly and then tries it. to turn in no, the other direction. No, we used to do that all the time when we were young. That's yeah. awesome. It's really in good exercise. In the way exercise. back machine. Sure. And then, yeah, you <sighs> get it all zipped into the middle and then mm-hmm. suck it up. But now you just And got... then you turn around and try and walk against the current. And yes. You get wiped <laughs> off your feet. It's so much fun. But and, you're right in a square one. It'd be hard to do. Oh, see, we we were always doing that to try and clean the pool and get all the junk into the middle, you know, the leaves and stuff like that. So you'd get the whirlpool going, all the junk would float and go to the center, and then you just clean up the center. Oh, hmm. so Didn't know. yeah. So once you have a um, shipping container container pool, you can then rent it out. Okay, so this and this is really I wanted to talk to Rich about this because I know he's he's got one of those. Uh, Buckets of water in the backyard, too. You can go to... My, no, I have a cement pond. <laughs> oh, cement pond. There you go. Yeah. I've got a bucket of water. Um, so you end up with... Now you can go to swimply.com, I think. Is, is, isn't that what it's called, Rob? Swimply? Swimply, yes. S-W-I-M-P-L-Y. Swimply.com. And you can rent your pool out, or if you want to rent a pool... Oh, not a chance in hell. <laughs> Why? You can, well, we'll get into that. First off, I don't swim in your toilet, don't pee in my pool. Uh-huh. Remember that one. Right. But the liability has got to be unbelievable. Right. So then what is the cost of, because, you know, um, I rent out, I, I've got motorcycles and I rent them out on, uh, on yeah, Twisted Road. And there's a liability. That's actually in some ways um, more understandable. Like, you know, when you rent a car, yep. you know you're renting a car. You don't go back to the person that rented you the car or the motorcycle. Well, except for, what was it, in um, Back to the Future. Yeah. Because he did loan him a car with a blind spot. Yes. <laughs> so he was not responsible for the damage. Right, right, right. So, you know, so there is that. So I, most of those companies that do that stuff or the Airbnb, they're all covered, you know. Yes, this is what is Sim- Swimply, the Airbnb of swimming pools. Yes. Yeah. Can we put standards though? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, and I don't know. So then, uh, I don't want children. <laughs> yeah, you don't. For wanna... the right price, we'll supply beer. Okay. See, there you go. Yeah, you can. Wait. If somebody wanted to have a pool party, fifty um, bucks an hour, seventy-five bucks an hour with a diving board. Yep. Two-hour minimum. Two hour, yeah. Yeah, no, I wait. Uh, weekend pricing goes up a bit. There is a no diaper clause in the pool. <laughs> this one cracks yeah. me up for an extra fifty dollars. So the rental yeah. in some cases is only like thirty dollars. Sure. For an extra fifty, they will even turn on the heater for you. Oh, there you go. An hour before, yeah. So well, turn on the heater at this time of year. You know, that's the beautiful thing about the internet. You could do anything. Uh huh. 
So I would say, you know, the one issue is you've, you've got the liability, which I can only assume they've worked out that, you no. know. Um, There's that, no such thing as working it out. That, that it's part of the insurance. In this country, anybody can sue anybody for anything. No matter and what. you have to pay money to defend yourself. Yep. Yep. So don't tell me they worked it out. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I'm I, going after Uber now because the idiot that hit my truck was an Uber driver uh-huh. on an airport run. Uh-huh. And he does apparently can't use his side mirror. So a brand new <laughs> truck with a little dingage on his side. Uh-huh. But it's like, screw that. And, oh, by the way. Yeah? I'm off Facebook. I quit. You're off Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. What does that mean? All right. Well, I quit Facebook, what? which Ooh. I think everybody in their life should do. Yeah, there you go. All right. We're oh, gonna, my gosh. There's we'll a story. Right after that. Hey, Rich, you're listening Is to? It? Huh? We're listening to? Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. All right. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, if you wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, are you there? Can you hear? Yes. Yes, I can hear you now. I could not hear you during the annoying commercials. Right. But that's... I couldn't talk to you during the annoying... Who the... Who's in the studio today? Who's running it's the nothing. board? Andrew's not. Yeah, this no, he's there. Nothing that I... I I've Andrew? Everything in my what, power. This is your first... Just your first day or something? It's not. I don't get to talk to in a break to my to my team. The sends are all hey. up for for Zoom. Can, the, can you the hear fader. him right now, Rich? Barely. Okay. I'm okay. talking over him. Oh, okay. I didn't know because the way you were. <laughs> That's okay. But you, my levels are are. We yeah, don't know. My levels are crackling, and I yeah. you can't hear. I. The engineers were in here. They were changing things. I'm doing. I've done everything in my power. Yeah. To make sure that the right sources are selected. Well, you're gonna have to work on your superpowers. <laughs> yes. You're a pretty good kid. You really are. <laughs> Nothing but respect for you. I actually figured you weren't there today because it was so screwed up. No, that and that is, uh, that's what's going on here. Is he because the engineers were in here trying to quote fix things, so now he's putting things back the way well, things I need just, to be. I, I'm just Lucy Live is coming in pretty low. Oh, so. okay. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Um, I've been here since 7.30 my time, 8.30 years. Yeah. No, 6.30 years. Yeah. Um, and no, nothing. Nothing was I'm coming not, through. I'm not sure. And Can't stream, talk during the break. The stream Can't is really okay. low. Anyway, enough of that. See, All right, so you've got some issues and you're working on it. Yep. I'll be honest, Zoom is actually working for the first time ever. Yeah. Where whoever is speaking is the frame is lighting up. Huh. That's that's pretty cool. That's cool. Oh, it's got a huge delay, but at yeah. least it's working. All right. Hey, you know what? The client tool of the month will be for the month of August, <clears throat> the ET310. It's a digital circuit breaker finder with a GFI outlet tester in it. This uh so if you're ever trying to figure out what breaker something is on, this is the tool you need. It's the client tool of the month. It is the digital circuit breaker finder. And it's also got the GFI tester on it. So you can plug it into mm-hmm. the GFI, hit the button, it'll test the GFI, which supposedly you're supposed to do once a month, but nobody does. So, but anyway, 
you could do that, and then you can also locate your your breaker that way. So uh, you can also. It's, it's horrible not knowing. Yes. I know my panel is labeled. Uh huh. But it doesn't correspond to the house. <laughs> exactly. Not this one. Exactly. And so you'll be able to uh, get it all figured out. So the way to sign up for that is to give Trixie a call at 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. Tell her you want to be on the list for the Klein Tool of the Month. She'll put your name into the Mr. Floor tote bag, and at the end of the month, we'll have a drawing uh, for the winner. So again, 877 877- Seven one one five six one one, and you can sign up right there. There you go. It is time for the Maggie Rad Water Heater Warehouse of Northbrook Tip of the Week with Rich Calgo. If rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater and never never seems to be enough hot water, stop by the Water Heater Warehouse in Northbrook. Talk with Bob. He has a full line of A.O. Smith Professional Line wow. water heaters with a what, Rich? A uh, magnesium anode rod. Pure, not not just any. Oh, no, no, no. You don't want those crappy ones with the aluminum. No, no, no. Because those will just melt down and sludge up your water heater. That's right. You want the pure magnesium ones that Bob sells you. And it's Bob from Northbrook. So uh, stop by the water heater warehouse. So listen, if you go into Home Depot and you need to get a new water heater, make sure you ask the pimply face geek, (laughs) is this a magnesium anode rod? He'll go, what? Uh Uh-huh. There you go. See? Now, if you stop by the the water heater warehouse and ask Bob, Bob will know. And he'll give Mm -hmm. you the answer. So uh, he's also got probably the, more than you want. Yes, he also has the Maggie Rad that comes in the two pound family size. So you, if you want to just clean your water heater, you can uh, pick up some Maggie Rad there too, and uh, he'll he'll tell you how to do it. I'll get it all flushed out right and and make sure your water heater lasts a good long time. And you can also pick it up at Menard stores. But how many Menard? Four hundred ten of them, you know. How many? Four ten. 410. So yes. if you, if Let's you get open them, one this week. Then there's 411, but I know it's 410. <laughs> it's at least 410 there you that go. you can do. All right. And uh, with that, it is now time for the uh, Maggie Rad tip of the week. <laughs> okay, Sparky. Wow, that audio was messed up. <laughs> so this week's tip of the week is about wood. Wood? Yeah. How much wood would a chuck could? How much wood would a woodchuck <laughs> chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Well, a woodchuck would chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could if a woodchuck could actually cook. Chuck, chuck wood. wood. There you go. But anyway, so something we deal with all the time. Ron, I'm sure you do too. So you work with inferior designers, and they tell you that we need this ceiling detail done in Wood. Sure. Stained. Sure. It's the most annoying thing in the world to me. <laughs> it's right up there with fingernails on a chalkboard. Uh-huh. When a designer calls out wood stained. Right. So then I are right away, what species, what cut? Right. I don't know. I want to match the floor. I'm uh-huh. like, do you realize it'll never match the floor? Even if I took the floor and put it on the ceiling, it won't match. You know why? Because it's on the ceiling. Right. Light goes down, reflects up, it'll never match. They're just, duh. Uh-huh. So, anyway, <laughs> but then the other thing is, how do you want the wood cut? What? Uh, yeah. So, plain sawn is what you see in all the stores. Sure, that's a, that's just a natural, that's the well, normal. It's, it's the highest yield of a log. Okay, there you go, yes, perfect. Is plain sawn. You just start top of the log, go through it. 
Right. So when you do that, you'll get all those like triangular shapes or whatever going through the face. And on the edges of the board, which also makes them hard to plane or scrape, is that the grain can go from top down or bottom up. And midway through the board, you might have to change direction of scraping or planing. Yeah. They're terrible boards. But that's what they buy because of the. that's what you sell in all the box stores. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you want a beautiful oak table, uh-huh. you can still do it. But to me, the grain is horrible. Right. Now, if you go to, let's call it quarter sawn, quarter sawn is when they take the log, basically, and cut it in four, right? You right. Four triangles. And then you work on those straight up. And what happens is you get less radius and more grain. So you'll have straight lines through the face of the board. The edges will have those triangles like you're used to seeing on the face of a board. Right. But then if we go to riffs on, which is almost impossible to find these days, riffs on has the highest amount of waste. Oh, all right. But riffs on is where it's all done. Think of a clock dial. I cut a board at 1, I cut a board at 12, I cut a board at 11, so I can go around. 